It's feeling like one of those days. Dodging the sun, watching for shade, playing the game, catching the fade, catching the fade, catching the fade, catching the fade. Hey yo, welcome to the fade. It's your boy Quabs. Uh shit, man. It's it's me by myself. I don't I don't know what else to say, man. It's me by myself in here. Um recording from the bedroom. I don't know what the vibes are gonna be, but the let's 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 just fuck with it. Let's see what it does, man. I'm seeing everybody coming back from Ghana, which is pretty cool. Um, I never in my lifetime thought that Ghana would be like a, a premier destination. Uh, if you know any Ghanaians, you know for a fact, you know, every every December around Christmas and New Year's, most most of us go back. I've never experienced um, Christmas or New Year's in Ghana yet, but I, I just always known that it's been a thing, right? Because of like scheduling shit, I've never been able to go, but whatever. Honestly, seeing... Seeing the whole world go there and then come back with great um, experiences, I'm just like, whoa! Like, this is this is my country. This is my. It's, it's nice. It's very nice. You know, it's 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 different from the Mexicos and the Cubas and whatnot that people always go to. Um, I wish I wish people would have the same reverence they have for Ghana as they did for other African countries as well. Though you know, um, Africa is a very beautiful place. And I know we 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 were we grew up we grew up being taught that Ghana uh, well not Ghana Africa was just like wilderness and lions and shit like just plain Sahara desert everywhere you know um that's not the case every day you go on social media you you're able to see it but for some reason the perception hasn't changed much um, good on Ghana for having the initiative of doing the whole uh, year of return thing that has now been going on for I want to say five years. It's, it's a really it's a, it's a beautiful thing a lot of americans are going um and they're seeing you know they're learning about their roots or n- not necessarily their roots but uh where a lot of black people originated from i know the fbas are mad about that but hey it is what it is man listen um i'm just like i said very thankful very thankful for what what ghana is becoming i'm glad that my country is getting the love the visibility I just hope that this translates, this directly translates into goodness, prosperity, wealth for the Ghanaian people. I know the politicians are going to they're gonna benefit from this, but if the people aren't benefiting from this, then there's no point. I'd much rather tell the whole world to um, boycott Ghana if that's the case, because... The people are already in a bad place. The people are suffering. Don't get me wrong. Ghana is not just enjoyment. There's a lot of it. Y'all saw the video. Who was it? I think it was Damson Idris. One of them people. Somebody in there was having... No, um, Jacob Lattimore. Y'all, y'all saw somebody in there having the time of his life, right? But if the people aren't benefiting from it, then there's no point. I'd much rather my people be, uh, you know, well taken care of. You know, I, I'd much rather have everybody being fed than the country enriching itself and then it going into the hands of the same politicians that have been robbing it for for its entire lifetime. Anyways, I'm not here for that. Really and truly, I'm not really sure what I'm here for. I just put the mic on. I I got the urge to talk in front of a microphone. So uh, I'm gonna do this. Maybe I guess I guess diary style. Maybe maybe kind of diary style, kind of conversational. Um, it's a conversation with myself, but it's a conversation with you as well. So um, excuse me. And 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 don't mind me, but at the same time, I'm talking to you the same way I'm talking to me. All right. Um, I've noticed lately that I've been 
I've been falling out of love with hip hop. You know what? Now, nah, let me rephrase that. I've been falling out of love with rap. And to me, there's a difference because hip hop is a lifestyle. Hip hop is, you know, um, the art of it, the music of it, the poetry behind it, the dancing, um, um, the emceeing, you know, all of that. Whereby rap nowadays is really just a commercial thing. It's just a thing. You know, people do it to get rich quick. It's a get, get rich quick uh, scheme. And I don't like that because you're bastardizing the art that I've fallen in love with and that, that I want to say I've dedicated my life to. You know, um, it used to be that hip hop was something that was for the people, by the people, you know, um, people, the people that were rapping were talking about what they was, what they were seeing around every day, but then it wasn't to glorify the negatives because the, the negatives have always been there. Okay. But that's not what the artists were about. The artist's job was to bring it to light and then not necessarily offer solutions, but point out how bad that is and how it's affecting the people, you know, and gangster rap is a part of that. Don't get me wrong. Gangster rap was a thing that when, when, when it started becoming more and more mainstream, got bastardized. The gangster, you, you, you've never met a gangster that, a real gangster that actually wanted to be a gangster. They'd much rather be doing something else. Nobody wakes up and wants to risk their life. Nobody wakes up wanting to go to a funeral. Nobody wakes up wanting to worry about whether they're going to see their family again. Nobody wakes up wondering if something's going to happen to their family because of something that they did. Nobody. All right. The glorification of violence and and sex and, you know, like I look at I look at hip hop now and it's very much at a, the hip hop that I grew up with. So full disclosure, I'm born in 93. So the hip hop that I grew up with, grew up listening to, you know, the people were the drug dealers. And now the rappers are the fucking, they're the drug fiends, they're the fiends. And I don't like that. I don't like that at all because now it's like not only, you know, it was already bad that we were the drug dealers, but now we're falling victim to it. Even though realistically, really and truly, we have seen the repercussions of it um, over the last three four decades you know when 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 the crack era hit you know we technically are the younger siblings of the children of that you know we we've seen it and if we didn't see it firsthand we know it through the movies we know it through the music why are we now repeating the cycle but we're we're now the the fiends we we we've become the victims some way somehow it's really bad um hip-hop has become this thing where Black people are not, black people are the originators, but they're not benefiting from it. And that makes no sense to me. It's, and, and please don't think I'm anti-Semitic or anything like that. I, I don't feel nothing towards Jewish people whatsoever. I'm not angry at them. I can't sit here and love them just because I don't have that many in my life to have a fair opinion. However, I mean, I do have one per shout out Contos, man. I love you, Contos. Um, you know... It's a lot of it's a lot of white people benefiting from hip hop and telling people what they can and can't say in hip hop, right? So now hip hop has become this thing where essentially black people are putting on a show for little white boys and girls to entertain themselves with and be laughed at. And I it doesn't sit right with me. You know, it's it's a very, very, very dark, it's a very grim thing when you look at it. 
but I think, you know, a lot of us are 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 blinded by the, you know, the jewelry, blinded by the diamonds, the bling. We're we're blinded by the bad bitches. We're blinded by, you know, the whatever whatever brand they're showing. Like yo, hip hop used to be, hip hop used to be at least showing love to other black brands. Man, our rappers are going out of their way to go rep these like Italian brands, these European brands and shit, only to be called nigga. Like it's it's actually crazy to me. Like we're showing so much love to people that don't love us back. They're we're letting them exploit us. And we think it's cool. It's not cool. Like, hip-hop is no longer a cool thing. It has elements of it that are really cool. And don't get me wrong. I understand life is all about balance. So sometimes I do want that ignorant shit. But hip-hop should be a reflection of the times, in my opinion. Like, we went through a pandemic. We went through, um, in the middle of the pandemic, we had all these protests going on. Rappers aren't even talking about that. Shout-out to Lil Baby. He, He had that one track. But, yo, you would think that a lot more rappers will take a look at what's going on around them and be like, mm, maybe this isn't the time to rap about how I have 30 cars. Probably right now is the best time for me to talk about what's really going on because my people are being gunned down. My people are being abused. My people's lives are not being treated like they matter. You know, um, it's, 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 a, it's, it's, it's just, I don't like what's happening with, black people in general i just i don't i feel like we've i feel like we're we're we've become lame we're sitting ducks where we become lame um i remember during the pandemic a lot of people were a lot of people were tweeting shit like um i am not my my grandparents or something like that you know in regards to how police were being brutal with with our people but i look at us now and i'm just like no, you're right. We aren't our grandparents, but not in the way that you guys thought you were meant. You meant it. We're not them, as in we stand for nothing. We don't have a backbone. We are losers. We are losers in the sense of how can we sit here, see what's going on all the time, and think that tweeting stuff or having a hashtag or painting the fucking streets. I'm never letting that go. By the way, painting Black Lives Matter on the street for two weeks or so is going to change anything. That's not change. You know, um Obama was was president for 8 years. The condition of the black man and woman, the black man, woman and child did not change at at all. You know, nothing got better for for black people. Obama was just a black man that was doing the white man's job for him. That's it. And it, it it hurts me to say because I as we sit here, um, at my mother like as we sit here, I there there is a a a poster not a poster um, on the wall there's a like a like a, I guess a poster we'll call it we'll call it a poster just for just for time's sake whatever there's like a poster of Martin Luther King and Barack Obama in my living room and you know I I really believed in that I remember the day after the election I was in sec three. Uh, sec three for the ones that aren't um, in Quebec, that's grade nine. So I was in the ninth grade, and the day after Obama won his election, I went to school in this Obama T-shirt. Probably bought it at like fucking Urban Planet or some shit like that, but whatever. And I was proud. It w- I was proud for what it represented. But now that I'm a grown man, um, fuck, we're in fifteen. Ye- Goddamn, fifteen years later. 
you know, I'm looking at it like, damn, this this dream they sold us. I'm not gonna go as far as saying it was a nightmare, but it wasn't. It wasn't a dream. It wasn't at all the dream. You know, they they did all of this, sold a dream to black people, and it ended up being absolutely nothing for us. So I don't know. I'm gonna bring it back to hip hop. It's just I don't like what's going on with us black people right now because we we talk a lot more than than actually do things to back it. You know, and also we're just in a place now where everybody's fighting for like different causes and it's like guys you don't understand that it doesn't matter who pays for the date and it doesn't matter you know who's supposed to bring in more and it doesn't matter um you know who who wears their pants or it doesn't like the stupid questions that we ask as black people do not matter because at the end of the day black men are supposed to stand behind black women and black women are supposed to stand stand behind black men so that black children can grow up and have a good life Instead, we're out here fighting, bickering over the dumbest shit, not realizing that we're we're really we're really supposed to we're really on the same team, fighting against the one main cause. But for some reason, we don't get that. So we argue amongst ourselves. Nothing gets done ever, and then you bring on these other people with all these other agendas. And don't get me wrong, gay rights are a real thing. They need their liberation as well. Um, uh, feminist rights. This those are all. Things that are very important. I just want black people to understand that before they can see you as a, a, a female or uh, or or somebody on somebody as part of the LGBT community, if you're black, they have to first see you as black. They don't give a fuck about whatever else you are because the first thing they see is black, and that doesn't matter to anybody. You feel me? So right now I'm looking at us and I'm like, yo, I understand. You know, you may be non-binary you might be um you might be trans you might be anything right whatever you are you might be that but you're black first they don't give a fuck about any of that other shit so we need to get liberation for you being black first and then we can get you the liberation for being uh whatever else you may identify as you know and again i i know i know i know how y'all like to tussle people like to just mix up words now I'm not saying that those causes are not important. They are very important. I think that we're, st we're skipping steps. For us to get there, we need to first deal with the first issue that was already there that we haven't fixed. You feel me? That's my whole thing. You cannot build a house without a foundation. That is all I'm saying. You can, I mean, you, you know what? You can build a house without a foundation. It's just that it's going to crumble. So you got to make sure that you're set up properly first and then we get to that. Now, I'm also understanding that I'm sounding like an old person, which, hey, I'm turning 30 very soon. And, you know, I'm at a point now where I'm not thinking the same as when I first started the podcast five years ago, almost almost six years ago, actually. You know, when I was when I was 20, 24, 25, I wasn't I wasn't in a place where I was thinking this far ahead with certain things. You know, now I'm there and I'm like, OK. I can't just go blindly with such and such because I don't, I have to think about the repercussions of all of that. That's something that, you know, I feel like a lot of us tend to, tend to not take into account. And so we're, we're quick to jump and try to cancel somebody or we're quick to want to attack somebody. That's not the way to go about it. You know, we just, we're getting older, man. The things I used to care about don't matter as much right now to me in the grand scheme of things. You know, I'm thinking build a family. I'm thinking make sure my mama my mom and my dad 
they're good. I'm make, I'm thinking my sister, my sisters are good. I'm thinking, you know, what 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 happens to black people in general? I want to make sure my people are good, right? Those those are the things I'm focused on. On top of oh shit, eventually you're gonna get a mortgage. Eventually you're gonna have your own children. You know, right now all I gotta think about is little things, so that doesn't really matter. But still, you gotta get in that mindset. Um, which again, I'm there now. I feel weird because I'm like, I see myself in the mirror and I can see all the greatness and I can see all the bad things at the same time. So like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, I'm 29 right now. As of today, I'm 29. Um, I'm like, okay, you're handsome. You're handsome, but you're not in shape. It's like, hmm, that's a, that's a weird contrast for me. So I've been, I've been playing basketball lately. Um, which by the way, is really funny because I suck at it. It's my favorite sport in the world, but I really s- fucking suck at basketball. Um, but I've been playing it just cause it keeps me a little active. I started boxing, um, with Akeem, Akeem from the takeout. Shout out to Akeem, shout out to Joe. Uh, I've been, I, I, I've been slacking on going to the gym. However, I don't know. There's something about going to the gym. That's just like, it doesn't interest me. That doesn't interest me much. So I'm like stuck because it's like, oh, all right, you're doing these sports and you're eating better. But like, what's really going on there? Also, very random thing. But I've been kind of making a joke that I've been balding for like probably three years now. And it's funny because now my hair is growing back. I'm just like, okay, wait, like, is this, is this, is this what having a good woman in your life really, like, is this what it is? Like, because give me more of it, man. Goddamn. (laughs) Guys, I used to have, I used to have a crazy bald spot. And now I'm looking at it and it's like there's more hair there and it's like it's growing. But I keep getting I keep getting my haircuts regularly like I've always done. So it's like what is going on? The only thing I can think of is just not being as stressed anymore. So fellas, I I feel like I gotta I gotta share this one because I can't hold this to myself. If you are balding, leave your girl because she clearly she's the reason. It's all her fault. Blame women for everything. Nah, all jokes aside. Nah, dead ass like um. I think, I think, I really think that this woman plays a role in that. You know, uh, for the ones that know me, you've, you've seen the, the people I've dated. And don't get me wrong, there's, there's some of you that are really great people. So shout out to y'all. Y'all know yourselves. The ones that have been stressful, y'all also know yourselves. And I wish this baldness upon you. Um, you know, I, I, I've been through a pretty rough journey in terms of relationships or just courting women i've had my fair share of 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 w's and l's but that process of it all has caused your boy to go bald or or start going bald so i'm very thankful that the woman that that i have in my life the woman that i am honored to call my girlfriend um you know is 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 affording me a life where i am stress-free and when i say affording i don't mean she's out here buying me shit she just makes my life so much easier because we understand each other we're on the same page. We're able to talk things through. Don't we? We have, we have our traumas, and we have our our bad habits, but we're able to talk it through. And um, honestly, I, I just love it. I love the fact that we're on the same page at all times. Um, I've never even had to like raise my voice, and don't don't think that I go around raising my voice on people. It's just that's a bad habit of mine. When I feel like I'm being misunderstood, it, my voice just naturally goes up. So, um, I mean, shit, you guys have listened to the podcast for years. You know this now. 
You know that when I feel like I'm being misunderstood, my voice just goes up. It's on the record. So at least there's that to back me. Um, yeah, man, it's just the the hair is growing back because I'm not stressed. This woman is out here like helping me out. I guess I'm gonna share I'm gonna share a story of um a person I was with before before I met my girlfriend. Um you know, this person was this person was dealing with BPD, which is um what is BPD exactly? It is ooh, borderline personality borderline personality disorder. Your boy is mixing up his words. I haven't done this in a while, so please forgive me. And um, you know, what that means is that essentially this person feels emotions ten times harder than than they nor they than they than they than they should, right? So when we met each other and we kind of just liked each other, that woman was already in love. And this makes life a little crazy because she likes she liked quabs for, you know, quabs, a guy that you see outside that's, you know, social. Everybody knows him and stuff. But once she was like once she and I were talking that those were the same reasons why she had issues with me. So now all of a sudden it's. Oh, you got to get rid of all your female friends. And I'm not around. I'm not in here sleeping with my female friends, man. If you're my friend, you're my friend. This woman didn't want me in contact with any of my friends, uh, my female friends. Where I was going was an issue. It, it was just a lot. So it was a very stressful couple of months for me. And I, I really do think that that accelerated the balding. Like your boy was stressed out. I was frustrated. I was always angry. It was bad. It was really bad. Um... Once I got out of that situation, God bless her soul, you know, I I really, really just wanted peace. I didn't want to bother nobody and I didn't want to be bothered. Um, you know, I, I ended up meeting this woman and I, I was I was very honest, very forthcoming with her. I told her all about what I had been through and where I was at and what I wanted out of my life. And turns out she had been in a similar situation, dealing with a stressful situation as well. And so we were both very much like, yo. You know, we need, we, this is what we need. And we found that we were able to provide that for one another. So, you know, we just kept kicking it and eventually it, it turned serious. It turned into what it was or, or what it is. So I'm thankful, you know, um, I will still continue to wear a cap wherever I go, a do-rag, something to cover my head until the hair is fully grown back. At that point, um, you guys will be getting all of this cranium. And, uh, yeah, I have a big head. That is okay. I If it's full of hair, I don't care. Also, my beard has flourished. So I, I can't wait to have the combo. Because that was my one thing. When I started balding, I was like, yo, I need my beard to come through. And Jesus' daddy just provided for me. So, like, honestly, shout out to him. And and and, and shout out to the hair growth. So, yes, um, that's where I'm at. I was talking about how I feel about my life. And I started talking about balding. Kind of went all uh, side south. Got sidetracked a little bit, but um, you know what? Let me take a second here and and get a little, a little personal. Um, I don't I don't often share my life on this here, on this podcast. I've never really talked about my personal life like that, but I'm gonna do it just because, uh, for the sake of transparency and also, since I haven't done this in a while, I feel like by doing that, I'm just gonna get back, on 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 track. You know, just get back to what I really was doing back then um i've always felt like there was an internal battle for me there was quabs and there was kevin 
Kevin is my real name. Kevin is a very quiet guy. He's very passionate about the things that he cares about, but he likes to mind his business. He likes to just stay in his corner. Um, you know, nobody, people don't really hear from Kevin often, I would say, simply because, again, I like to stay to myself. I'm the type to stay in the crib and play 2K. That's what I like to do. Now, what people are accustomed to, what people have seen for the last four, five years or so, is Quops. Outgoing. I won't say life of the party, but, you know, people, people are happy to see me and shit. Um... The thing, the thing with that is that I've always wanted to just find a balance. But I, I always felt like I was losing one when I was doing something. So at one point, I felt like I was losing Kevin, which is which coincides with, you know, my my last relationship, like my longtime relationship ending. Um, it coincides with me stopping the podcast. It coincides with me um, losing a lot of friendships, you know, um... So, you know, I, I didn't feel much like Quabs. I didn't. I just, I simply did not. But, like, everybody would see me outside and, oh, Quabs, oh, Quabs, oh, Quabs. And I'm like, ah, I don't I'm not really feeling like like that guy right now. But whatever, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to put on the face for y'all. In those moments, I always felt like I was losing Kevin. And lately, I've dug deeper into Kevin, but felt like I was losing, you know, I, I just always feel like, like I'm losing one. I'm at a point now where, where, I feel like I'm 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 slowly getting that balance back. Loki, I think I might have been depressed all of this time, but I'm finding myself again. You know, I'm I'm getting into different things. Like I said, I started boxing again, something I always wanted to do. Um I suck at basketball, but I'm playing, I'm doing it just because, you know, it's it's a thing that I've always wanted to do. Um eventually I want to get into surfing, kind of hard to do in Montreal, but I'll get into that. Um there's just so many things that I want to get into. I want to learn how to make beats. Um, I I think I'm going to go back to school and do sound engineering. A year ago, I started it, um, and somebody very, very close to me uh, persuaded me to leave, and I feel like it was a terrible decision for me. You know, I'm looking back. I'm looking back. I'm like, yo, I would have been done now. You know, I, I could add that to my resume, which really and truly, I don't think is, there's much on that resume. You know, I... Uh, I've I graduated high school. I went to college and never graduated. You know, so like I'm just a, I'm just a college dropout. And it's funny since my favorite artist is Kanye, but it's not so fun. It's not so fun. Life can be hard. I've been blessed with great opportunities along the way, so like I stay afloat and everything is is always working out like it always has. However, I think life could go so much more, so much different for me. So much so much better. If I were to to learn a skill and just apply it to my to, to what I already have, um, at the end of the day, even though sometimes I don't always feel like Quabs, the brand, the Quabs brand, the Fade brand, um, podcast and Bistro, you know, the Takeout brand, all of those things are things that I created with my mind. Sometimes with the help of other people, but these are all things that, if I can just add one more skill to would take me through the roof. You know, um not even not even on no bragging shit. I don't want anybody to take this as as brand as uh bragging, but I have the opportunity of going getting up, going to New York and and being mentored by a guy that's working with absolute greats. From past greats, 
and future legends. You feel me? And I don't want to take that opportunity just yet simply because I would not want to go to a different city and then end up on my ass with nothing to do. However, if I have the skills to back that up, then it's like no matter what happens, I'm good. You feel me? So that's where I'm at with it. Um, it's funny because my dad has been putting a lot of pressure on me to be um, to, to go be like an electrician or something. But guys, that's that's not me. I'm handy enough to take care of the things that are like, you know, if things if something were to break in my house, I could fix it. But that's I don't want to fix things in other people's houses. I want to do things for me. I want to do the things that I love. I don't see the point of doing something if it's not being done out of love. Right. Which is why um, I haven't I haven't really done it. My dad keeps kind of putting pressure on me and it's gotten to a point where I almost resent him, you know, because I feel like I feel like if I was when I was younger, had he put pressure on me like this to pursue the things that I love. The whole family would have been advanced, you know, from from when I was a really, really young kid, there was always a, a crazy interest in music for me, just sounds, rhythm. It's funny because that comes from him. He was the one that was always playing different music. He was the one that was putting me on to things um, I had never heard before. So it's it's just really a shame. But at the same time, I understand. He's an African man from Africa. Grew up, you know, I only saw his village last year when I went to Ghana with him. So I can understand why he may not see it as a viable, a viable way of life. I also understand that at the time he was growing up, those things weren't real. You know, cell phones didn't exist. Computers didn't exist. You know, so, like, the, I think the telephone, I mean, the telephone had to exist, but, like, they didn't have one. So, you know, I, I also understand where he's coming from. It's just I wish he would have he helped me when I was younger pursue things that I loved more rather than, you know, shit on me for the things that I love. It would have it done a lot. In terms of just how happy or unhappy I am in my current life, um, it would have it probably would have helped his relationship with my mother. It definitely would have helped his relationship with me, that's for sure. Um, I don't even know where I'm going with this, but I don't know. There's there's a and now I'm just rambling. This this is what I meant by it might be diary style, right? I'm just rambling, and I'm gonna put this out just because it'll force me to keep doing it. And I promise you guys, there's, there's going to be guests. Like, I just, I, it's the first one. It has to be just me. It's it's a different thing. Um, actually, you know what? Let me let me kind of give my my thoughts on what this uh, what this podcast was, is, and will be. Um, when I started it, I was in my mid twenties. When I was I was in my mid twenties, and the point of the show was, we're gonna show the different um, stages of of life you know at least from your 20s i didn't want to have children on the show because really and truly children are still in that phase of discovering themselves but they don't even know it yet whereby when you're when you're in your 20s you're starting to figure life out you're not even sure what you're doing what you're gonna do what you're not gonna do so i i felt it was important to have people like uh like shayla people like chach people like Shade, because we were never the same age uh people like low um Actually, I've, I've now that I think about it, I've had two people named Lo be guest hosts on the show. Um, people like Kaya, uh, Jacques, Leslie, Focus. Um, who am I forgetting? I'm forgetting somebody. Belinda, um, Alyssa. Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Damn, I'm gonna be so mad at myself. 
I'm gonna be so mad at myself when I remember. I th- I think I've probably had oh AI Batman, uh, even Olivier man. It's just it was all people in different stages of their lives that I had them on as regulars because it was important for me to show you know there can be two people that are the same age and their lives are are complete opposites. Same way there can be somebody that's twenty that has their whole life figured out and somebody that's almost 30 that's still figuring it out, you know? Um, and that's that's where we're at. I think it's really cool that um, me being, me always being the oldest guy that was, you know, the host, um, my journey is still one that's kind of convoluted because there have been times where I knew I had, like there were, there were times where my life was all figured out. And then there were times where, like right now, where I'm just like, yo, what is even the point? What are you doing? Are you happy with yourself? You know, but then I also look at what else I have going on. I'm like, yo, if I died today, I'd be proud. I'd be happy. You know, God for God, God bless and God forbid I die today. But, you know, I think I think I'd be pretty happy with what I've accomplished. Um, now, I'm at this point, like I said, 29 years old, that 30 is coming up. And I think back on. Just growing up, the stigma around turning 30. People people always seemed, always made it seem like it was the worst thing in the world and your life was over after 30. And I, I just never subscribed to that way of thinking. To me, it did not make sense that, um, to me, it didn't make sense that at 30 years old, your life was over. Because, like, you're, you're still figuring it out. At 30 is when you actually start having money. Um, you know, like, that's when you actually, you're, that's where you're more likely to meet somebody that you're going to be with for the rest of your life. That's more, most likely where you're going to end up having children. So I'm looking at it like, yo, this life thing is just starting off. It's just an unnecessary pressure that everybody puts on themselves that makes it so much harder for them. Now, do I feel like I could have worked harder? Absolutely. Do I feel like I could have experienced a lot more? Absolutely. But I could only play the cards that were in my hand. You know, I couldn't play nobody else's cards. I wasn't blessed with a family that was rich. I wasn't blessed with rich people in my circle. Shit, I wasn't even blessed with people or grown-ups rather that were in relationships that I feel like I could have looked at and modeled my my relationships after. You know, even something as, as simple as that, I, I can't say that I that I had witnessed growing up. So my idea of relationships is essentially based off of like Disney movies and 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 just movies in general, you know. Um, the way I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go about different topics, I guess, and and just talk about the way that I see them. Relationships I see as the most beautiful thing in the world. I think a relationship, a good relationship. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna put emphasis on that. I feel like a good relationship is what will lead you to your greatest self. If you have a life partner that understands you and that wants the best for you and it's vice versa, you also understand them and you want the best for them and you guys help each other reach that greatness, I I, I don't think there's anything that can defeat that. Um, You guys take that love, you take that motivation, you take that support, you take that energy, you create life with it you've just you probably have just reversed the negativity that was in 
your life. You know, like when you look at generational situations, I have a few friends in the States and I look at some of them and it's like parents are divorced or whatever, you know, and the kids grow up fucked up and shit like that. All of that is a lack of love. You know, if you had good love growing up, you don't end up like that because those kids grow up to become worse, worse than their parents because now they have the added trauma of that on top of not knowing how to navigate the world. So, you know, I think I think I think that's how I see love and relationships. I need it to be personally. I need that to be the main thing to me. If, if I could compare it to anything, it's air and water. I need those. I need a good relationship to be my best self. Um, moving on to finances. Finances are the add. Do you add that to you add that to, to 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 love, man? You're unstoppable. I feel like you're unstoppable. You add good. You know, you add responsible uh, financial management to a good relationship. You're out of here. You are already above. I want to say most people because you've got what else could you want, man? You got good love. You got money. There's there's nothing else that that you truly need. That's that those are the two things that if I have, I can honestly say that I am happy. I am very, 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 very happy. Um what else what else can we can I touch on real quick uh before I move on to something else? Uh let's see. You know what actually? Fuck it. I'm just gonna keep going. Instead of slowing shit down, I'm just keep going. Um all this to say for a while now I didn't have I didn't have any of those. Your boy was down bad. Like holy smokes, I was down bad. You know, um I didn't have good love and I definitely didn't have money. I had a little something, but it was just enough to get by, so it doesn't count. Um I I just, I just was in a bad place, man. I, I, like I said, I wasn't feeling like quabs at all. I wasn't feeling like quabs, and um, I, I, I was talking to my girl about this right before I started recording. I texted her. She's on vacation. She's enjoying herself. I'm looking at uh, a mini snowstorm right now, so that's that's blessings, um, you know. And she was like, "Okay, you're gonna talk about you're gonna talk about all these things, or these are these, these are the things that are on your mind, rather, but like." You need to focus on what, on how to get back to quabs. And I was thinking about it and I was like, yo, when you were at peak quabs, what were you doing? We're going to look at the good. We're going to look at the bad. The good, I was fully focused on the podcast. Um, I had, I had a decent circle around me. One piece of that circle is always going to be with me, which is my brother, Leslie, um, you know that's 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 one guy that I'm never ever 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 gonna let that relationship get get fucked up. Um, what else would I say? I mean, I for I for sure had access to a studio. I didn't really have to pay much to be in there, and I had pristine equipment. So that was always that was also a great thing that I had. Unfortunately, that has died because the person that was the person that was my connection to that lost that uh, that 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 deal. Let's call it that. Um. The negatives, the negatives of Pete Quabs. Pete Quabs was in a terrible relationship. Um, I say terrible relationship, but was I even in one? You know, when I, I was, I was with somebody that I had been with for a long time, but that person wasn't with me anymore. You get what I mean? Um, we'll leave it at that. 
I won't say too much more because that's still somebody else's private business. Even though it affects me, it's still somebody else's private business. And I wouldn't want to put that on the internet for anybody to hear. I hope she's doing good. I hope she's doing really good, though, because there's no bad blood. Once you love somebody, you know, once you love somebody, you, you can't. For me, it's hard to hate you afterwards. I can't hate you, even though you've caused me pain. Um, I still love you, not in a romantic way, but just as in, like, I, I want to see you win no matter what you do. So there's that. Um, but at that time, that lack of love from that person that I love, that I love so much uh, was fucking with me so much that um, I was outside. So, you know, it wasn't like people would see me and I, I always had, excuse the term, but I always had, I was always involved with a bad bitch. It was just a thing. And now that I look back on that as somebody that's a little bit older, a little bit wiser, I see that it was, again, the lack of love. Perhaps even a lack of self-esteem. I didn't love myself enough to understand that I didn't need somebody there with me. I didn't need a girl with me to feel like a man. I was always, you know, I was always going to be me no matter what. It it wasn't in regards to who I was with. Um, You know, you may, you may have seen me outside. I had, a, I had a few. It was fun times. It was fun times for sure. But it wasn't something that I needed. And now that I'm grown, I know it. And I'm... I'm fully, um, I'm going to say this in French, je reconnais mes torts, in the sense of I recognize where I might have went wrong or how this could be, this could be fucked up because this affected other people. Thank God the majority of those situations were situations that were, um, you know, I was able to talk to those people and they understood where they stood. They knew what was going on. They were aware of the situation, and so everything was always respectful between us. Um, so there was that. Um, I had I had people around me at peak quabs that I thought were my friends, but they were just around for what they thought were the quabs perks. They don't really understand that quabs perks only benefit quabs. You know, you can't, you can't really get perks just because you're with me. That's that's not a thing. Um, so a lot of people kind of figured that figured that out eventually and they realized that the perks weren't for them and so you know what they ended up doing was just leave out of my life you know one by one it's it's just a thing um what what more what more could i say about that oh i had a, i had i had i had money i had i had a, i had money man like i was spending money like a like like it was nothing honestly i was spending money like it was nothing and honestly now i'm looking back at it like fuck you're out here taking girls on dates. You're out here buying whatever the fuck you wanted. It was dumb. You, it was dumb. Like I, I just turned around and saw my record collection, and I'm like, damn. You know how many records you could have bought? Do you know you could have put money down on something? Like, you know, this you wasted so much money on girls, food, clothes. Oh my god, clothes. But I was, I was fresh though. I was fresh, man. You guys saw me. You guys would see me in the summertime, man. Silk shirt, chest all open and shit. Mad chains on. Like, I, I was looking good. At least I was looking good. So there's always that. But um, I'm at a point now where I think for me to get back to to Quabs, I got the right ingredients. I got the right people in my life. I've I've reduced my circle. Um, Life is also going pretty good, I would say. I know compared to what I was saying earlier, it sounds kind of crazy, but... I've worked hard on figuring out who I am and what I want out of this life. 
and I think I know it now. Um, I think I know it now better than ever. You know, I know what I want out of this life. I want the peace. I want the I want the suburban home. I want the I want to invite my friends over for dinner like every other weekend. I want the holidays to be a thing at my house. You know, I very often what I see is like a house with like really really high ceilings, probably two or three story, uh, probably three stories honestly. I want a two or three story house. Um, what I what I often see is like a huge Christmas tree. And, like, my kids just running around in their pajamas and shit. I see that all the time. And I'm like, it's not too late to get it. There's no such thing as too late. You can get it. So that's where I'm at with it. Uh, This is is the Fade Podcast. This is not what I expected I was going to do today. Kind of glad it came out. To be honest, when I said I was, when I said that I still um, had love for my ex, it shocked me. I didn't think I did. But it's cool, you know. Um, sometimes you got to have a realistic conversation with yourself, which is essentially what I'm doing. What you guys just listened to was probably like Quabs talking to Kevin and Kevin talking to Quabs. So it was kind of cool. And I, I feel like, I feel like they may have, I feel like they may have come to, uh, an understanding and, and understood that they are better together than they are apart because one is too introverted. One is too extroverted. If you can find the middle ground. Everything will be perfect. I guess what I'm trying to say is just be you. Take the time, actually. Sit back, talk to yourself, figure out who you are. And then from that point on, do everything you can to remain that person if you already are. If you're not there yet, do everything you can to be that person. All right, My ears are closest to me. So what I'm saying also goes to me. And I just want to, I just want y'all to also be patient with you guys. All right. People around me have told me all my life that I'm too hard on myself and I get it. I see it. It's finally catching up. It's finally catching up to me. Okay. I, I'm learning to, to chill a little bit and just understand that things take time and I'm getting there. Baby steps. I'm gonna, it's getting cheesy in here, so I'm going to stop, but, um, I just want to say thank you to everybody that that is going to listen. Thank you to everybody that's going to share this. Um, you know, please share it. I know it's I, I know I've gotten a little intimate on here, but like share it. I don't have no problems with with all this going out. So I'm putting it out on the Internet. Um, I'm going to come back and it's going to be kind of like how I was before. Just a little more grown because I'm at a different pi- uh, different point in my life. I'm still going to have the same energy where it's. We're figuring out this life thing as we go. Um, one more thing. Fade Bistro and the Fade Podcast are actually going to be going on at the same time. So what I'm going to do is one week is going to be Fade Podcast. The next week is going to be Fade Bistro. And um, each month there is a takeout show. When I say takeout show, I don't mean a show where you listen to. I'm talking we do events now. We're like You guys have been asking me to do the Bistro um, in person. I did one. A few people showed up and I appreciate y'all. But, you know, a lot of the people that were saying, oh, yeah, I want to see, I want to come to this, I want to come to that. Y'all are not showing up. And I, I don't like the pump faking. I'd much rather you don't tell me that you, I'd much rather you tell me you don't fuck with me than you tell me you're going to come to something and then you don't. All right. This, I hope this finds the ears that it's supposed to find. Um, our next takeout event is February 11th. All right. 
it's 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 three days before Valentine's Day, so of of course it is Valentine's Day themed. Um, and by that I mean you know it's gonna look really cute, really pretty. The music is gonna be it's gonna be a lot of R and B. We're calling this event Lovers Rock, and you can buy your tickets on TakeoutShow.com. Uh, the tickets are only thirty dollars, and you actually come and have a good time. Like it's a good vibe. There's drinks. Uh, there is. Uh, there's not going to be food for this one, but I promise you, you're going to love the music so much because our, our main thing with the takeout was we want people to come to these parties and have actual fun. You don't have to listen to the same three songs that play all the time, you know, and it's not a shot at any DJ or nothing like that. Do y'all's thing, get this, get that money, but I respect the art coming back to what I was saying in the beginning of, of, of the show in regards to hip hop it's dying because fans are getting lazy because DJs aren't finding new music anymore. They're not breaking any records anymore. And that's bad. That's bad. So anybody that's like working hard and respecting the art and making good music is not being heard because Spotify and Apple and Tidal and all these record companies are paying to have the same guys on these playlists all the time. And we're too lazy to go and find new music. That's terrible. That's terrible, guys. Come to the takeout. Come have fun. Come have fun. Like I said, takeoutshow.com and you'll see... You'll see a link to the tickets. You can also just hit the link in my Instagram. So my Instagram is King Quabs. I want you guys to follow follow me on there. Follow the Fade Worldwide. And also follow the Takeout Show. Actually, on Instagram, it's takeout.show. So follow that. We're on TikTok too. It's the same thing, takeout.show. Um, you can also follow me on Twitter. There's two accounts. So there's King Quabs, which I don't use much just because I don't have access to it. But I promise I'm going to get it back. And there is the Fade WW. Okay, that's the Fade Worldwide, but it's the Fade WW. Uh, so that's easy to type and whatnot. Come follow me on there. Uh, you guys just heard my stomach growl. So I think it's time for me to get out. One last thing I'm going to say before I say I'm out is that, is that you are great as you are. If you feel like you can, you, you can be better, you're absolutely right. Keep going. You're going to get there. You are exactly what you think you are. All right. This is Quab signing off. Somebody loves you. Peace.